we're not starting with music. We're gonna play this first. Cold open. This is with a voicemail. voicemail. Now I have to set this up for us for the listeners. This voicemail came in on TNT. String, you remember anything on Ten Ten, brother? Ten Ten. Fuck it, I'll play it. I don't know what you're talking 10, about. 10, 20s and then 50s, bitch. You... It's 60s <laughs> time, Dallas, Texas. And I'm still fucking flabbergasted, but I'm at a loss for words still. This motherfucker Timbo, goddammit. Because he fucking in them commercials with an old-ass Ford and listen to country music. Y'all motherfuckers fall for it every time, goddammit. He's still in front of the program. He's been taking falls from the job. He thinking me. This motherfucker here, man. Fourth and one, pivotal ass moment of the game. This motherfucker gonna punt it. Come on, let the motherfucking balls, let them this bitches drop and copy. fucking bring the dogs out. Damn, that motherfucking red zone. Oh man, we call a timeout. I'm thinking we finna pull a clean ass fucking formation out there. Oh, we we about to score. We about to let them let the nuts hang finally. Motherfucking field goal. Then at the fucking end of the game, two minutes left. Onside kick, bitch. We still got two timeouts. Defense been balling. <laughs> The fuck? And then the fans, man, y'all motherfuckers piss me off because y'all some time here about when y'all want to let Jimbo go. I need a motherfucker with the military. So I need an ATB put out. An ATB with that shit. All the bitches. I need all the slander. ATB, all the Run that bitches. shit 24-7. Give me that shit. <laughs> and then the fans, boy, y'all, yeah, the reason we in this pussy-ass mindset is because y'all like, hey, 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 guys, let's be realistic. It's Alabama. Bitch, I don't give a fuck if it's Alabama, Alabama, and them, Alabama, Kashada. We got to fucking compete. Motherfucker, if I get beat up by fucking Francis and Gano, you think that the, what I want to hear is, hey, that's Francis. Bitch, my orbital bone is broke. I don't give a fuck. ATB all the bitches is incredible. All the bitches. ATP all the bitches is amazing. That's insane. All right, now we can great. start the music. That was great. We in here. We need like the ether beat after that one. Oh, man. <laughs> Evan, why would we do that, brother? Reasons. Welcome back to another episode of Slender You. I cut that shit off because Oklahoma lost a fuck again. I'm sorry, <laughs> motherfuckers <laughs> lost again. <laughs> Prayers down to the Oklahoma Sooners. All the talk right now seems like Jeff Levy might be out of job at the end of this season. Bro, they have not stopped complaining since the end of that game. They are still. If I go refresh my timeline right now, it'll be another angle of that catch with the worrying about the refs. Y'all remember Reese's? You know how mm. you don't worry about refs. You win the game. You, you remember mm. when Reese was on and I said Oklahoma's going to go nine and three, and he literally hopped out of his seat as if I had said the craziest thing in the world. Oklahoma being nine and three. Might be a better record than they actually end up with. That team looks like complete butt for the last three weeks. They've looked nasty. I should introduce our guest first. Remember when they said? Uh, remember when they said you can't ex- be expected to like play well when you got a backup quarterback, <laughs> and then they lost the games as backup quarterback. <laughs> not everybody can win with a backup quarterback, brother. Not everybody. Not everyone can win with a that might sound like a familiar voice to you right there. Yes, it jumped mm-hmm. in there. So, can you just let us know yeah, who yeah, we've see, got? Yeah, you yeah, want to say who is this from CBS Sports? We have again. He's for reading the second it all time. Like... I can see his name right there. It's not like I got to cheat. No matter if you can see, you can't read. Look at him. He's reading off his phone right now. Look at my phone down just now. We have from CBS Sports. Shahan. He's here. I was going to say his last name, but y'all Shahan fucked it up. Black? I was going to say his last name. <laughs> last name. I was going to impress y'all. Y'all fucked it up, bro. Shihan, he's here. 
Shahan is here. Shahan Jaharaja. Let's go. Shahan Jaharaja is in the building. Nope. Nope. SJ. SJ Horizon, bro. Big SJ. Oh, my God. See, they're looking at me, bro. I got it. There we oh, go, man. Oh, man. Third time. Well, hey, maybe by the third time. He's third time. He said, fuck it, man. Y'all ain't going to do this uh-huh. shit to me again. I would log out this motherfucker. Eh. The California <laughs> internet is crazy. It's communism, brother. <laughs> Socialism, all of that. <laughs> what are they teaching yeah. over there at the University of Texas? They're frozen? They teaching reading. Nah, yeah, you are. You're you back you now. You're good now. Teach, you have to be up. here. You have the agenda. You don't want us to talk. It's basketball season. <laughs> And then we'll start talking about basketball real fast. Um, it was a crazy week. We should start with Oklahoma. We should start with Bedlam, the last Bedlam. What is going on? TJ in hell. TJ in hell, man. I'm going to have to edit this shit, bro. Fuck you, TJ. Okay, I think I'm back. I don't know what's His internet right now, for those of you listening, he just... His video is glitching like Wreck-It you Ralph breaks fine to us. This is crazy. You've been, it's been working on our side. Okay, can you you try to say my last name, I guess. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously, they don't want me to say your last name. They don't want that. The internet does not want that. Okay. Uh, let's start with... They don't, but we do. Let's start with Bedlam. We do. Fuck it. Oklahoma lost the last ever Bedlam. Obviously, they'll let's probably go. play again sometime in the future. But until then, Oklahoma's got to eat that L. Uh, Mike Gundy got it done. He started the season losing to a nobody. I have a question. I have a question about this Bedlam game. Why does Jeff Levy keep allowing 450-plus yards <laughs> offense by the other team? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. Did they got to start asking brother? him that. They told I mean, us that I... man was a, a defensive coach, right? I only ever they see really Jeff Levy criticism. That's all I ever see. I, I mean, I think that I think that Evan ended that man's whole career. Like mm-hmm. once he once he said that he can get forty yards anytime he wants and three yards he can't get three yards anytime he can. I've never known a moment of peace. Like I've never uh-huh. watched that team ever again and thought, oh, this is this is gonna work. This is mm-hmm. this is real. It's except you. except against Texas, obviously. But other than that, <laughs> all right. Now we didn't have our crazy. start quarterback, I... brother. <laughs> Malik wins that game. (laughs) Malik wins that game. This, I mean, look, we we planned for me to come on before the events of this past week, but I'm very glad I'm on for this one because everything that I said was going to happen with Oklahoma is exactly what's happened, (laughs) right? Their offense cannot convert in the red zone. They run a system that's outdated, that the Big 12 is built to stop at this point. And defensively, I mean, they do some nice stuff, but they don't have the depth right now. When Danny Sussman went out, they were not the same team. Everything that I said is exactly what's happened. And people were talking crazy in my mentions, in my DMs. About have you considered that, that, you're just, that you're just a hater, but you might be right as a hater? No, nah, that's, Why that's are you me on booing? Texas I'm this right. year. That, that's right? me on Texas this year. I actually felt I actually felt like a, an uninspiring nine and three with Oklahoma this year. Well, that like, was not Shahan, you might be right, but you're just hating on us. This is exactly <laughs> what's happening. 
Oklahoma loses this week to West Virginia, too. I just want to make that crystal clear. I'm not going that far. I'm going to take it there. They may lose every game. Who else they got after this? BYU this past week. Beat the hell out of them. Not everybody can jump that on them. You know what was so nasty about this game? So, OG Gordon obviously has had a great, especially back half of the year. He was leading the, the country in rushing coming to the game. He got hurt about 19 times in this game. Every time he got <laughs> tackled, he just laid on the ground. He would lay there for 15 seconds, 20 seconds, get back up, hand the ball off again. I'm going to get another seven yards, another eight yards. This guy was basically like, I don't even know what the injuries were. He was just, every time he got hit, he would just lay on the ground. He would get back up, and he would get, they would hand him the ball immediately again, and he'd get more yards. Oklahoma – that defense is nasty. The Venables, I can't believe, not that Levy was good, because he wasn't. And they only scored, I think, 24 points, which is not great, especially yeah, in a game like Bedlam. It's supposed to be up and down. But you, we can talk about Levy all we want to. Brent Venables is sure, supposed to not? have this defense ready to play, and he just hasn't. And nobody was talking about the Oklahoma defense in the Texas game because Texas put up a shitload of points, but they lost the game. That Oklahoma defense has gotten cooked now by Jason Bean, and what is Billy Bowman? B- Bowman stunk in this game, and he's still for Billy two for Bowman three hundred yards. Thirty-eight Alan years old. Like, that's some over country Alan. ass names. Right I guarantee yeah. his name is Billy. <laughs> Alan no, no, Billy's like Billy no yard defender. Billy's the Oklahoma player that Bijan yeah, yeah. stiff on. Yeah. Sorry, motherfucker. Yeah, the, the one who uh, Oklahoma said that's why we lost the game. Remember that one? <laughs> that is, I, I just couldn't believe that they props Oklahoma State. I'm not taking nothing from them. But Oklahoma's defense has looked like pure shit for the last month. And He's nobody's Char- talking about Brent Venables. They're only talking about Jeff Levy. That's crazy to me. He is white Charlie Strong. I've said it for the jump. This is 100% who he is. It was fool's gold. They won the gold ahead just like Charlie Strong did. And now they're doing the same shit he did after, choking every game. So Charlie Strong was a defensive coach, too. They told me and Charlie Strong was going to bring tough defense to Texas. That's what they told me. And we like, did 19 tackles a game when he was there. Didn't Charlie Strong win tables. the Golden Hat and lose to Kansas in the same season? Yeah, yes, that, that's what that's Venables what did this year. Like Venables. So, something to think about. They need to send his ass back to Voromir. Let him go protect that Soul Stone. He's better. He's better equipped for that. Let him go down there with Dabo. What did Dabo say this week in this speech? This week, if you're buying, stock. If, if you're buying Clemson stock, uh, buy low. That's not what he said. But that's what he, <laughs> not what he said. They fucking fuck that scammer. That's that's something a scammer would tell you to do to buy some stock yeah, after the motherfuckers dump, lost four games. We, yeah, we don't need to scheme. talk about Clemson much, but I do just want to say, Dabo is the nastiest motherfucker in college football. That's my future that, coach now. That, Be careful. That man <laughs> won his fifth game on November fourth. He fell to his fucking knees. This guy has won he two national championships. By the way, dropped a promo. Me <laughs> too. Did he, he fall to his knees? Dropped to my knees. No, he really fell to no, his I'm knees. Sorry. He really, no, literally he fell to his knees. Yes, he, he did. Hates fall Catholics. Knees. That's what this he is all about. Praying. He's just praying. This was oh, yeah. his ninety-five theses. Mm. Why, are you, Why are you cutting promos? Why are you cutting promos? You're five Tyler. and four. What are you cutting promos for, Tyler? <laughs> Tyler got that man shook. He's cutting promos after his fifth win on November fourth. And what, I mean, I think this, one could reason Tyler motivated the team to win this week and beat a ranked yeah, opponent. Yeah, they should build him a statue. That was man, nobody, nobody said this on the pod because we were trying to give Dabo <laughs> too much grace on the pod. But at, you you can take issue with the fact how Tyler said what he said. But Tyler was not fucking wrong. If you're Tyler being was paid cooking. that much money, your appreciation is they in were that both money. Right. They were Don't both ask right. me about appreciation. Yeah, that's I, what you, the money is 14. for. That's what the money yeah. is for. That's bullshit. Right. Tyler was spitting, oh. bros. 
<laughs> we got to go he back for a it. second to what Vlog just said, which is that Tyler is his Judas, which I love because the assertion for that is that Jesus needed a hater. Jesus ran he ran to the grind brother I don't remember that book in the bible (laughs) Golgotha is actually Hebrew for run to the grind if Jesus doesn't have a hater he turns into Ben Simmons Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. So there you go, Jesus. Everybody needs a hater. Mm-hmm. How does that oh, to get down on his knees like that? Pause. It's Phil Moffa like Paul in like this 52? scenario. Like I don't I am a little confused. <laughs> <laughs> if Jesus it makes was Brent Venables Peter. If Jesus that was Ben Simmons, that you is would true. only like you'd only have like thirty five percent of your sins that would be accounted for. The rest of them would be on your own. You gotta get that out the mud if Ben Simmons was Jesus. <laughs> Getting sins out the mud. That is so ridiculous. <laughs> Not having grown up in the Christian tradition, I am completely fucking lost right now. Oh, String, we are cooking right now. But you got no, no idea. Big time. Baylor grads on the podcast. I don't know, man. This could only go one direction. I feel, I can feel the energy in this room. There's God in this pod right now. I, I just yeah, want to make go. sure that that's understood. That should be the title. See? God is in this pod. Tyler, Tyler's bringing everybody closer to God one way or another. He's a vessel. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's a vessel. <laughs> I was gonna steal that line. He's gonna listen to his podcast. And say that. <laughs> I, was I was gonna compare Marcus Freeman to Charlie Strong. It's literally in my notes, but I like too Freeman to Charlie racist. Strong better. He's that racist, racist, gotta be compared to the yeah, man. That's racist. <laughs> you think he'd be a good position coach? Please. <laughs> yeah, he might. I mean, the shit he out there doing. Mm-hmm. Don't come out of coach. What y'all think of the uh, the the? Alabama LSU game. This game kind of turned out to be everything I wanted off to before be. I say anything. <laughs> no, Pablo, I want, we you all played them. Balls off. So yeah. you say what you. Hey, we say already you know proved what we wanted to on the field, brother. Set for string. If you're gonna cook them, then cook them. <laughs> Inches and crows. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. I'm not moved by Jalen Milrow's performance. Oh, in this here game. we go. <laughs> Talk about it. Not moved by, it. and I'll tell you Gosh. why. I'll tell you why. You remember what we was talking about after they played Mississippi State, and he like. The passing game improved, and he was like 10 for 12, and then we recanted the games that they had forced like seven incompletions. And since, even a Peyton Thorne has cooked Mississippi State. So what did they go out and do this game? They didn't hit any deep balls in the passing game. They went out. Jalen Milrow, the, you know, just whichever running back you want to associate him as in any given week, whoever he was today. He he was Ricky this weekend, though, because he he had 20 carries, what, 150-something yards. 21% 21% of Bama's yards in this game came off of scrambles. That's not offensive scheme. That's not moving the ball because of Tommy Reese. That's Jalen Milrow just making a play against a terrible fucking defense. Look up LSU's defensive stats. They did. They were 11 for 14 on third downs, Bama was. Why did you have third? Third, or why did you have 14 third downs in the first place against a really bad defense? You're not converting 11 of those against a good defense. I'm not moved, bros. I'm just calling it now. It's not going to be a sustainable say, to, recipe against a good to, team. To back, him just up, to back him up on this, I mean, to just put into context how bad LSU's defense is, Peyton Thorne threw for 102 yards against them. I That's mean, they hit the 100 mark. That's crazy. And that was the first time he had thrown <laughs> over 100. So that really broke the mold, too. So that's crazy. Like, that broke it over. The full Auburn. The game wide open ever since that game. In a 48 18 loss, by the way. But. No, no, no. Okay, I – so I'm not all the way there on Milrow, but, like, the thing is, right, like, 
I don't know what exactly people want him to be. Like, because I think that what we've kind of been waiting for is for them to open up some of the uh, scrambling. Use games. him like you should. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like this game. And, and like, I think. Single that, wing. Yeah. Well, and I think that part of it, right, was like you saw a lot of LSU dropping back trying to prevent the deep pass. Because obviously yep. that's been where Milrow has right. had success. But <laughs> I think that. I, I do think that he was coached to take those scramble yards too. I, I don't think 100%, that it was just, and he should. Yeah, he should. Yeah. And that's what and I'm so, saying. He is fast. There's nuance shit. to it. There's just nuance. Yeah. Oh, he's, dude, he's, I'm telling you, he's I'm not. When fast. I say he's that, it's insane. When I say he should be there. Like I'm not talking about like in slander. Like he could legitimately start as a running yeah, back yeah. in like oh, yeah, power five schools. Like it's crazy. But yeah, and all of them, man. Like he's that good of a runner. Like playing quarterback, it's kind of crazy. No, no. But here's here's the deal, right? First of all, we God bless Pablo. We're not going to need to figure this out until the SEC title game. It's not like going to come oh, up whatsoever. Oh no! Oh, no. Tell Pablo, Pablo, <laughs> let the hope and, go, brother. And but the other part of this is like I, I think one thing just in general this year in college football that we have to like really take into account is that there is not a perfect team. Like, like, not even really that close. Right. There isn't a 22 Georgia even, or a 21 Georgia, nope. or a 20 Alabama, 19 LSU. Like, it, they just don't exist this year. A team that has a lot of issues is going to win the national championship. I, I know that because it's not going to be Michigan, who's the team that looks uh, unbeatable right now. But, so, I mean, like, it could be Jalen Milrow making six some... six of us on this podcast like, could go undefeated against Michigan's schedule, please stop giving them credit for this <laughs> well, shit. Well, well, well. And they're cheating. Shit. I don't know, and man. They're I, they're and they're cheating. And they're cheating. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've I've watched some Baylor football this year. I don't know about all that, but other than that, maybe <laughs> true. <laughs> we should start <laughs> cheating. Yeah, that, that's, that's true, we man. That's true. Yeah, you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. But well, I don't Connor know. Stallions apparently is up for a job, so I mean, I know a place where he can come on down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but but like the can reality. Can coach is, offensive line? Let's hope. <laughs> I mean, can anybody play? you, string. He knows their place, so probably. <laughs> no, but but like, so the thing is, I mean, Jalen Milrow, like last year, I don't think that Jalen Milrow is good enough to win the 2022 national championship over some of the teams that were out there last year. I don't think that's the question, though. I, I think the question is, you know, against the Georgia team that's had some issues, been a little flawed, is he able to spread them out enough? Is he able to cause them some issues? If he plays against a team, I mean, if they get Texas again, I, I think that Jalen Milrow is a much better player now than he oh, was. Oh, he definitely too. has progressed. I think yeah, so he really has. Yeah, and so I think he I, has. I, and and I think that, I take it too far. No, I think he's a better. I, I think I think he's, he's a, Texas, I think he's but, a better player. But I think more than anything, Tommy Reese has just figured out exactly what the yeah, hell they hey, do. Utilized him right. You know, yeah. I think well, like, it only he took him like eight games. But he's you know like. He's a new he's a new OC. He's figuring out what the fuck he has. Like game, he gets benched for a game. Yeah. Like they've been back and forth figuring out what's going on. Their offensive line's well, been kind of iffy here and there. If you can't that the big black man can run fast, then damn it, he got right, Tommy Reese isn't racist. What were you saying Tommy about Reece Malik? Tommy colorblind. That's what it is. Tommy Reese doesn't see color. Tommy Reese is colorblind. Actually, that's true. I've I've seen a lot of Texas fans tweeting about Malik running, and I don't know. I want to give you. I want to give you good old fashioned racist. Literally, T. I want to give you two examples to what I'm, to what I'm referring to because <laughs> yeah. Milrow obviously I, cooked with his legs finally, which we haven't seen right yeah, against A and M that has a you know a, a comp like they haven't played a team that can put together a complete game yet. Like 
They, that's, yeah. that's an actual good team. You know what I mean? That can sure. play both sides of the ball, good defense, good offense, and stay in it and make them score, put some pressure, blah, blah, blah. Except Who hasn't? Hey, oh, okay. scored 35 points this week. Yeah. A&M scored 35 points this week, brother. Don't right. shit on the a and, and, offense. Yeah, I mean, Bama, Bama beat them 26 to 20. Like, that was a tight game. Milrow rushing in that game, eight rushes, negative 31 yards. That's ridiculous. There's another comparable defense. Tennessee's a comparable defense to that one. That's one of the talented defense. So you're Jaylen trying to say no Jackson Dart? That's what you're trying to say? Jalen Milrow rushing against Tennessee, nine carries, three yards. Let's look at Texas and see what he did in that game, Russia. This is Reese's fault, though. That's why Jalen Milrow, I've been so upset fifteen with them. carries, forty-four yards. So, and most of those carries was on that one design draw that he had, like thirty yards. Exactly, on. He I had remember one that big run. So, I don't think that's I'm on saying, Milrow, though. I think that's a, I think that's on Reese. But my whole point is LSU's defense is not winning a national championship. It's on the fact that LSU's dog shit on And he's only been able to do that in that one game. He hasn't done that that kind of game against a decent team yet. Well, Not even close. True. I I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I do also think that, one, I mean, this is is like, this was the SEC West title game, right? And that's the thing. So don't... I don't want to go no, too so far. I think they like, brought out more. Alabama sucks. I like, think I just don't think what I'm watching yeah. can win a national championship. Is where I'm going with this. That's fair. No, no. I, I mean, I, I don't I think, think that's they're a legitimate contender for that reason. I think reason. that it's pretty. I just think that ultimately, for me, I think it's projectable because you know Tennessee. Like, well, I, I mean, I think that you look at that LSU game. This was one where you kind of like throw stuff out there because you need to win this game in order to win the West. And a, a three-loss LSU team, by the way. It, well, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying now, it's a great team, but. But I'm just saying, like, this is, I think, one of those, like, marquee games that you just, like, throw stuff out that you got. And also, I think some of it has to do with the way that LSU played them, whereas uh, Tennessee played them differently. You know, they were a little bit more aggressive getting up to the line, and so they went over the top a little bit more. So right. I, I think that for me, the bigger now, thing is just game ultimately... flow stuff in there, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that ultimately, right, like, we have been so freaking spoiled by Bryce Young and even Mac that year and Tua that year, like this dude is Jalen having to transfer to our, uh, to Oklahoma. Like it's just crazy. <laughs> this uh, this dude is <laughs> so much better than, for example, Jacob Coker. Right? Like this dude is better That's than a deep I think. Freshman, Blake yeah, you know Jalen Hurts uh, as a freshman and a sophomore. Right? Like he he's a good player, and I think that. Oh yeah, he is. He's better than yeah. And defensively, I think that they're in a place sure. where they feel really good. And, and that's what I was going to say. Their defense is going to keep them in every game. Their defense so, yeah. is insane. Yeah. The margin of error is really still insane. it's still narrow to beat it's, them. It's still it's, there. I, just, have I need to see it. I'm just I'm not going to believe it until I see them like beat Georgia in the SEC championship. Basically, no, no. I mean, where I, I'm going I would with say this, this is not this is not like a classic Alabama team, regardless of all of this, right? Like this is not like a, a you know we're everyone's scared to be, but it's a. Hey man, this is an off year, and we still might win the dang thing. You know, this is a uh, like yeah. 2017 Alabama would be like a good example of this, right? Where it's just like, oh, that's nice. You know, we thought it was a little bit more of a transition year, and then all of a sudden we pop up and win one anyway. And I, I think that that's honest, more of what this one is. Should have never I think got this in. This is the best year, Alabama team I've ever seen in my life. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> You're so bad. That's Steve. crazy. You just started watching college football this year. It's the greatest team I've ever seen in Alabama. So, <laughs> beat talk about Jake Daniels for just a second. I know Why? he's not going to win can, the Heisman. I know that Jayden he lost. Right he now? lost three games. Maybe not. We don't know his health status yet. That he is so good, bro. Like he, he really I, is. Insane. I knew he was good at Arizona State, but what he's, he turned himself into, he was he. I agree that Alabama's defense is really, really good. 
and before he went on this game, he was carving them up, bro. Like he 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 can he has he's the perfect combination of legs and arm. Whereas Milrow, really even is, in this yeah. game, missed a couple throws. Like Jaden Daniels wasn't missing any throws, and he was making plays with his feet. I was I was just so impressed with him. It sucks that he went out of the game. They were already down fourteen, but uh, we should talk about the Dallas Turner hit. It was flagged. Dallas Turner knocked out yet another quarterback. As somebody who knows a little bit about what it feels like to have Dallas Turner watch knock out your quarterback, I do feel a little bad for LSU fans, although I do not think that that is why Alabama won the game. I thought Alabama was going to win anyway by the time they went up 14 because yeah. LSU's defense is the fucking worst thing that I've ever seen. And how can you put Harold Perkins, who was spying Milrow, he looked like he didn't belong in the same field as the guy. No, I don't know how they're using Harold Perkins, but he was a nothing in this game. He, he made no transfer. plays. Jaden Daniels is good. Jaden Daniels is good. Does he have any ties to former defensive coaches from LSU? Like Jaden Daniels takes so many like he takes the most violent hits out of any quarterback I've ever seen. Like I don't know how that tough as shit, but he'll take those hits. Like he and he did that last year too against A and M. Like that dude got beat the fuck up, and I'm just impressed that he's able to bounce right back, kind of. But like, man, he takes (laughs) hits. No, he's probably not bouncing back. They're not taking real classes at LSU. That's probably the only time his brain works is on Saturday. You can't let somebody go eleven or fourteen on you on third down when they can't but, even, no, they're not even throwing the ball effectively. And they're not they're not even a good, like, efficient offense and they did that. Like that was that was crazy. And the offensive line only gave up two sacks. You can't get more than two sacks against that that line. Everybody's been getting four or five sacks a game on <laughs> Alabama. LSU got two. Which is best, a crazy test pass how bad that in the line is of the when defense. you know how well Miller can actually run. The best pass rush is standing in the middle of the defense. <laughs> Nearly and he's not being effective as a spy. Every little bit of traffic humanly he's, possible. Great job. He's Malik, he's Malik Jefferson. I but hate we didn't put Malik defense. Jefferson in that spot made, until later. You know, y'all, made him play, y'all made him play middle linebacker to start, didn't y'all? Mm-mm. Yeah. Because I, no, I thought he was the only He ended up as middle linebacker, but I don't think he started there. Yeah, yeah. He he projected a little bit more though there like that that's what where people thought he was going to be coming out whereas like Perkins is just like a freak athlete like a like a yeah, different kind a of athlete I feel like he yeah. didn't make one play in this game that's insane he did have started off like that on your good. team I was I was I just hate watching LSU's defense it's one of my least favorite this game was so much fun every time LSU got on the field it was like it doesn't matter that their defense is out matter. there. They're just going to, like, they're that bad. That's one of the worst defenses in the country. I'm talking Alice Grinch levels. By the way, Alice Grinch, he got fired, by the way. They're probably, like, 115 or lower in, like, almost every <laughs> defensive metric that means anything. Like, well, that's, that's insane. <laughs> they were missing their bottom three corners. It's not even, that's not the reason why they lost the game. Not even The corners close, yeah. played fine. They, they had freshmen out there. They played okay. Right. It's the fucking front seven that was getting destroyed, and that was the game. Let's talk yep. about Aggie, because I know String wants to go to bed soon. I want to go uh, to bed. Jimbo, Jimbo scored <laughs> 35 points Hold on. against the top 10 I, team, and I think we should give Jimbo a little bit of credit for the fact that he scored 35 points against the top 10 They should have won. 28, oh, 28 points. points. And they should have won points. this game they, they with could've. his backup quarterback, by the way, hey, and without his hey, best receiver. I want that goal line interception clear. was so nasty. Let's go run. Let's run. I, let's run back my, my my quote from last week's pod. What I, I said it. I called it. I said that we'd be down six, something like that, with mm-hmm. the opportunity to from go and win the game. Yeah, and we piss down our leg. Piss and that's down our exactly leg. Exactly what happened. <laughs> that is what happened. It's, it's it's you know it's the same it's the same shit every single week. I mean I think it's like it's the offense looked 
okay. You know, it looked good. Like, I think we had like, what, 400, we 300 some odd yards passing, 400 some odd yards total. I think we had uh, three Auburns. Com- completed 75 pass, 75% of our passes, no turnovers, and we didn't score 30 points. There's something weird about that. You know, that, that those are weird stats, man. That that's is a, weird. That's a, that's a weird set of stats. Jimbo? We have, like, I think it's way more. I think it's way more on the table than it was prior to this game, for sure. I feel like it would be such a terrible time to fire him right now, to be honest. You lying? Why? I'm serious. Why? I just feel like you would lose all recruiting momentum with a I mean, powerhouse the coming time, what, to the SEC. Straight if Jimbo wins recruits. that first game next year, he is fine. If he but if no, y'all beat us, y'all are fine. But if they lose no. that game bad, then like well, they don't play us five years. They won't play us at the end of the year. He's got to get through nah, another season. So he, it's going to cost I, me I, a five-star wide receiver is really what this boils down to. Probably is visiting Florida State this weekend. So I have I feel like I've made this comparison on multiple shows this week. I think that Ole Miss <clears throat> is the SEC's version of the Mendoza line. And like, For I sure. think that if you are above them, then you're probably pretty good. And if you're yep. below them, you're probably not. And that's why Texas A&M is so close to it. They are so close to being that okay. That makes so much sense. But, like, they're just below it. I, I mean, there's so, a stat that, that I remember reading a while back. I think that since he's become a head coach, a college head coach, Lane Kiffin is 1-19 against teams that finished with at least nine wins, Power 5 teams. Hmm. Holy and shit. That is nasty. 1-19. They, they don't beat Year 6 They don't beat anybody. Yeah. They, and if they, I'm not uh, mistaken. New Year 6 Bowls. They lose, it doesn't matter. If I'm not mistaken, uh, the one win, right, is – the one the LSU he just got, which still technically no, no, could no. end up so, under so nine. That would be a no, second. That... So you know, we got to we got to see where they get there. Um, Let's see what happens if with LSU. But, uh, we don't know. The one the one was when he was at USC and they upset Oregon in 2011. That's the only <laughs> one that they've got so far. Oh, that's right. Jesus. Yeah, 2011 game. So like that's that's what Ole Miss not, does. Not any they... of the ones that matter in this era. So. No, 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 not <laughs> yeah. at all. And so like that's the thing. I, I mean, and so Texas this week, this brother. He yeah, what if he gets Georgia? <laughs> well, I don't know how to feel about that old man. Strict space, strict space is like no, no, no. no. I mean, no it's not happening. So, so all the same, it's not like, going to happen. is like right under that line of being yeah. relevant, right? They're right under that line, and I, I will say, I'm, I'm sick and tired of the back of quarterback thing. Like the dude who they had starting was not very good and did not run a good offense against Miami. It does not matter that they're playing with their back quarterback. Well, it does not matter. I, I think I think Connor is better than Max, but at I the same so time, yeah, so there, there's a lot of converse, there's a lot of conversation about oh, we'd be whatever with Connor at starting quarterback. Yeah. If he didn't get hurt. We said the well, same I mean, thing with Haynes. I think but, he probably loses. This is, the, this is yeah. the thing. Like, there's no possible way that Connor makes it through the season unscathed. Like, we're running up on three yeah. seasons straight where we've lost a starting quarterback injury. I went back and you look at Jimbo's history post Jameis, and he has lost the starting quarterback either during the season or preseason. This motherfucker is the most unlucky guy in the world when it comes to quarterbacks Damn. now. And so, like, you know, like, aside from the Kellen Mond, Teflon Don seasons, that dude kept it's like took a the literally six years in a row, right? Up, you know? Remember the glory days like, of Kellen Mond? God, I miss my son so much, man. Like, <laughs> but, but, like, no. you know, so 
so again, the bottom, like we can, I, I think Connor Wigman is better. I think he runs yeah. the offense better, but I don't, I don't think, I think it's a fool's errand to think about what A&M could be with See, Connor Wigman. Miles, he would have gotten hurt. I, he would have gotten beat up. Yeah. It would, it's, 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 I don't think it's, I don't think it's fundamentally different is the big thing, right? Because one, I mean, again, I their big issue that. is that they can't block. They can't run the ball because they can't block. I mean, and the issue is, is that like we got rid of J- we got rid of Josh Henson and we hired Steve fucking Adazio. Like that's the issue. Like you have a, you have a, you got an opportunity to make a change at offensive line at a spot that you have been struggling with as a head coach. You have struggled with the re- like having shitty offensive line coaches, mm-hmm. and you blame them. And you're like, no, this is the next guy. And you hire Steve fucking Adazio. Like what are you what are you doing? <laughs> like what are we doing here? You're telling me that yes, the brain trust of, of Jimbo, Steve Adazio, and Bobby Petrino hasn't figured out the offensive line. I mean, they probably, I'm <laughs> sure, are hey. having really productive meetings, right? Where they're Don't definitely about talking Jim about <laughs> normal stuff. Can't forget about Jim Chaney, too. He's in there as well. I feel like that's Coley, one of the right? hardest Not positions Chaney. to recruit and develop, though. Like, how many elite offensive line coaches are there? Texas had a bad offensive line for a decade. But, that's the, like, but that's, the, that's the other part of it, too, is that, like, A&M has now had – Jimbo's been there six years. We This is where our third offensive line coach. And every single one of them has looked for a different type of body at the spots. Jim Turner yep. liked – he liked oh. tackle who could play. He liked to make move tackles and make them play guards. Josh Henson came from Oklahoma State where he was used to guard size tackles and then eventually he was like, Oh fuck, I can recruit tackle size tackles. Get these big guys. <laughs> and then you get you get Steve Adazio who comes in and all these relationships are all fucked up because we haven't, you know, we're rotating the off the offensive line coach and stuff. So right now we got five guys, but we don't really have anybody who is truly recruited to that spot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we got our starting right tackle Chase Besantis is a freshman. He should probably be a guard. You know, our one ta- our one true tackle, Ruben Fathery, is injured. You know, like, we got guys that we're trying to make work, but it's not like, oh, man, we've got to make this work. It's it's our own fault. It's our own fault for, for the way that it's set up this way no, because of a crawling door. And I think that when you look at offensive line, I think that one of the reasons that offensive line is such an indicator of health of a program is because it's a multi-year process, not just in terms of recruiting talent, but also in terms of developing and getting guys to fit your system. So for example, I mean, this is one thing, uh, you know, not to go on a slight other victory lap, but this was the whole thing with with Dion in Colorado, right? It's not about just bringing better bodies right. in the door. It's also about getting guys who communicate, who have played together, who understand mm-hmm. what you want to accomplish, who understand what your offense wants to accomplish. And uh, like, like, I mean, I remember back, right? Like uh, just to talk about the Texas one, right? You had the situation where there were like three different play callers on the same staff within like a year and a half, yeah. and they all wanted different things. And so, of course, no offensive lineman ever got to a point of feeling comfortable. This takes years mm-hmm. to get to, and it, it, and you have to commit to it. Florida State, when they hired Alex Atkins, they committed to something, and they said, this yeah. is how we're going to do it. And that's yeah. why for the first time in five years, Florida State has a good offensive line. It, it's just, nope. it takes patience. And fans and coaches don't have that. But should they have that in year point, six? Though. Yeah, well, year six I mean, does make it a little you different. Can, yeah. Year six makes it a little different, but again, it's year six and your third offensive line coach. Third offensive same issue. And we well, talked about think, it like at the beginning of the year, not to really sugarcoat thing. Texas or whatever, but like one of the things I said about Texas was if, even if coaching. we have our quarterback go out, I expect Sartre to have somebody in the system that can make it work. 
Yeah. And, and we talked and about it like, within a year. This is the well, first time ever we've had the same position coaches for forever. Yeah. And like, again, just think about playing experience and stuff. Like if you know yeah. the system, you know, the scheme is second. Well, nature. You're not yeah. having to think about all this other bullshit, but when you've had yeah, a development, different, system, different terminology right. every sure. single That's year, it's not a That's... plug and play system anymore. That's the thing, right? Is that it's year six, but it's three different philosophies. And the other part of it too is, year is that one I think, again in a new office. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I think the other yeah. part of it too that you have to look at is that um, I think that it's also a a reflection of what you're doing off the field about your development program, about your strength program, and it's also about whoever's running your offense, which also has been part of it, uh, having a vision for what he wants from his offensive line. It's Jimbo in a hot dog costume saying we're all trying to find the guy who did this. Yeah, absolutely. Well, (laughs) Well, that's that's been five years at this point. And, and, you know, and the other part of it, too, is that, like, the question that somebody brought up on one of the boards was, like, is the offense right now the way that it is set up for the offensive line to be successful in protecting a quarterback? When you have no quick passes, you have nothing fast. You have nothing where the quarterback can just read because he's got to read fucking eight. He's got to read. You the, can't fucking, do that the in mo- this he's new gotta age read, of sports. No, he's got to no. read Moby that's Dick before he makes a fucking call. quarterbacks are like, dying. You know, yeah. like, with the offensive line, that's, that's and, struggling. And again, you, you make it's hard. great. Both parts it's of it. Great. It comes from both It's ways. great. Like, and you have a fluky season like COVID where you have a third-year starting guy in Kellen Mond who can take a hit and just get right back up. you got a veteran offensive line that works pretty well. Like, you can do that stuff, but, like, you know, this is one of the reasons that Jimbo's entire system is outdated because you got to have something quick that you can bring a transfer into and they can get in and get like get reps and just play quickly. But something you, gotta, you brought up, I, I haven't really thought about much, but like I thought about it, but like haven't we haven't discussed it on the pod. But so much of that helping your office online, like if you know you can't do certain yep. stuff, okay, what can you do? Like when we what played a, a big time Division One school. We knew every protection was a short protection because there was no way our asses was holding yeah, anybody. Yeah, holding so we, we, that's we, like, we throw our cuts and everything, but like you can't sit there for no five step drop. Yeah, and but now that, and that, it, and that, that Jimbo Jimbo's philosophy is, well, fuck you, do it harder, like execute, execute. get it done. And here's the thing too, like you look at like oh, got you look at Max Johnson, Exactly. Like you look at Max Johnson and bless his heart. Like there are pockets that are there, but he's so like shook right now. They, it's a it, you know you take five steps, take two steps forward, and chuck the ball. Just throw it. He's got four steps back. He's dancing a little bit. He like the entire offense has just got the yips right now, and it's just not. Fun he's to also watch. been taking the beating too, like physically. Yeah, yeah, every week we talk about him. No, yeah. shit, not we're gonna hit a lot. So two things. So first of all, uh, I, I wish you guys could see String right now because he's like. Pleading with his hands up in the air, like please, God, this is help. every week. And, it's and every week. But the other, the this other thing is do, that man. I think I'm not, pre- his, I'm not predicting any wins against App State this episode. week. So, <laughs> so I think uh, the other thing that I'll say is that I think the way that Jim, to try to understand, I think Jimbo, I, like I think that in his mind, he built the hard system and it was complicated and all this sort of stuff, and he put together one of the greatest teams of all time with it. Right. And so I think that in his mind, he's like, That's if the a team way I can can't do, it. do that, can't do it again. Then, yeah. Well, well, if they can't do that, then that means that they're not. That means they're not good enough. Yeah. 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 Well, it, Whereas that's that's not the case anymore. That's just well, not it, how it works. 
And I would say too, like a guy like Jimbo, like here's the thing, like none of all these coaches want to win. All these players want to perform well. There ain't, I'm not going to buy this bullshit. Like, oh, he's loafing out there. He doesn't care. No, right. They all care. No, no, They're not just sure here for the check. Like, you know, like, and so with They're Jimbo, maniacs, they, they want to win. Absolutely. Right. Like the worst yeah. thing that could happen to have, could have happened to Jimbo at his big age too, is to think about the fact that he won one title. Am I as good as I used to be? Like that's gotta eat him up, and he he doesn't know how to correct for that shit. For like right now, all now. he's doing is well, like, I just need to press. I need to crazy. keep doing. I need to do it harder mm-hmm. and harder and harder. Like I, I like that was the worst thing possible because right now he is like maybe I'm getting too deep into it, but I bet that dude, the homie's having an existential crisis right now. Like, am I as good as I used to be? You know, he and probably the just is, buys another jet ski every time he goes. Yeah, 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 a new ranch. <laughs> I mean. I yeah. wish I got a check every time I did poorly at my job. But, that would be you know, oh, man, I, am I as good as I used to be anyway? I'm going to go to my eyes now. Yeah, when that direct deposit hits every week, I'm that sure it's fine. But the kicks in and I'm not the one cutting the check, so what the fuck do I care? <laughs> Life is A&M short. The fourth longest current active road losing streak. That That's just – that like you, yeah, yeah. like you've lost nine straight road games. Hey, that's insane. So Beat the fuck out of Mizzou back in 2021. That was a fun game. That was fun as shit. That was a week week after we beat Alabama at home. That was fun, man. I want to say Isaiah Spiller had like a few good good old days. Strings are not as good as we used to be. Yeah, Strings Heaven is like A&M being good at football. Strings Valhalla is a world without football. Oh, God. Like, <laughs> just to not have to think about it, to not have to obsess about it. Like, that, God, that's the goal right there. Well, that's Jimbo the still has a job. Uh, and I, I, I agree with String, even though I, don't, I think this is, like, this particular game in itself, it's not like this was particularly worse than any of the other games, and this opponent was better than most of the other games. But it's like, you know, it be, I think it's, it's a horrible, like, Jimbo's unlucky. Our, the way that we view Ole Miss and the way that we view Lane made this loss look worse because even though the numbers say that Ole Miss is a top ten team and Ole Miss has only lost one game and Ole Miss is going to be you know top top ten in the playoff rankings, we don't trust Lane and we don't trust Ole Miss. So to lose that game, even though they weren't even favored in the game, is just another black mark when maybe it shouldn't be because maybe Ole Miss is finally good. Maybe Ole Miss I, is going to go ten and two. I can't get a read on Ole Miss. I'm gonna be honest with you. Normally, so, I feel like I I'm think pretty that's good. To Shahan's point earlier, I think it's still the exact same thing this year. Yeah, it's just we all have. How much have we said this year? The SEC is down. Like yeah. even by, you I know from all the that, other brother. teams. Yeah, you did. Until and LSU win for Ole Miss doesn't look like it means much because exactly. we've seen so the they, yeah. now they lost LSU. They're going to pick up that fourth exactly. loss and get eight. So that so lane their one loss alive. is to the one team that is good in their division. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Yeah, it's like who does Texas and then play next week? We play Mississippi uh, State. Mississippi State. Oh, now, now if he, he loses that one, we're going to get his ass out of there. We're going to have to put a hundred on that one, brother. No, like but he's not going to have Max. No, so it's still up in the air today in his press conference. He said that Max will play. I don't know if he's going to play or not. That's right. You know how much they're favored in this game? He needs a hot bat. 18 points. The magic number, baby. The magic number. points? Wait, wait. Who's their third string? string? I don't even know off the top of my head. The magic number 18 string. Jalen Henderson, a transfer from Fresno State. Do you think they cover string? I think I, no. I think I wrote the story about no. how uh, this kid came no in. No possible. And I, I mean, have, like, don't know what to think about. If it. Max plays, <laughs> if if Max plays, then maybe we'll stinks, score bro. eighteen. But like, no, no, it's not. It has like an Iowa bad offense. Like their offense is yeah. like very bro, extremely extremely bad. So we put really up like you know, two and a half Auburns on Mississippi State. I think the, the <laughs> I think that I think the powers that be. I think that they recognize like 
logically that Jimbo ain't the guy. They're looking for emotion to take over to pull the trigger and say we're done. Yeah. And I think had that twenty, you know, Ole Miss was up twenty to seven, you know, and had that continued moving forward, and had we lost forty four to fourteen or something like that, you would have seen a tarmac firing right there. But again, like we were able to kind of kick the can down the road a little bit because it was a three point loss. But I think like today, especially in the next couple of weeks, you're starting to see the cumulative effect of four losses after seven losses last year, after quarterbacks being knocked out, after dysfunctional offenses, after Steve fucking Adazio. Like you're starting to see all that stuff, man. He loses to Mississippi State. I think that's where we can finally see it. I've seen this movie before. They're going to go on the road. They're going to win their eighth game. They're going to go to their classic eight and four, and everybody's going to be like, well, now what do we do? And then then by the time that it'll... It'll come I back. It'll be August, and like I guess we never got around to firing that dude. <laughs> and you know, you know who's going to be the eighth either. win? The eighth win is going to be LSU? probably a top fifteen LSU at the time. I'm telling you, <laughs> hey, at the time, we'll take it. Where do y'all play the game? Like, is it at Texas? It's at LSU. It's at, so no, it's no, at no, the no, road streak too. We're not. Uh, y'all are winning that game, brother. No way they're going to drop at LSU. No, we're not. Who's the middle game? Who do you play after Mississippi State? I believe maybe the Maverick McIvers. Hey. Hey, hold on now. Hey, last year, hey, last year he loses we played. that game. Now hey. we can have some action. We can hold have up. real action. Hey, last Division year we two played, teams what? in Texas are up this year, brother. Last year we played now. UMass, and we only won like 14 to 13 or some shit like that. So. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was 20 to 3, but it was not good. You know, I'm just saying. And that man, was after losing saying. to an FCS team, uh, coached yeah. by Cadillac Williams the week before. Exactly. Yeah. That was a great game. And so he's a great they, coach. Uh, and the, where the crazy thing that stings a little more, obviously, is like, they keep piling up. It gets so discouraging. But, like, they really have played pretty well against all their top-ranked opponents. Yeah, like, Tennessee was like a all super those game. winnable games. That's and true. like String says, and like most teams it's, that live on this edge, it's that margin of error, man. It's but just that last year's lost. Texas fans. Like, I remember I used to tell the bullshit stat of, if we score 21 more points, we're, we won five more games or some well, bullshit like that. Yeah. So, like, I'm that's the same thing y'all could say. I put this out on Good Bull Hunting today. If they here's scored the, 14 one of the more other points, that, they would have three top 15 wins. Yeah. Like, here's the, here's the frustrating fucking thing about, about A&M right now, and I put this on Good Bull Hunting today. We have lost four games by a combined 31 points. Special teams have cost us 26 points this year. That's what y'all need to find, man. Who is doing that? Damn. We don't we don't have a goddamn special team. Which honestly, coach. just take the Miami game we out of don't, that. We have just, an analyst. It's, still, it's even nastier. We have an analyst. You don't have a special teams coach? Yeah, we need to hire him. That's what I'm saying. He could do special teams and offensive. Is there really lines. no That's special what, teams coach? Seriously, we haven't. We have an analyst who runs special teams, so not a dedicated full time special teams coach. Doesn't he told Jimbo us just get a couple weeks ago Bob. money to hire one of those though? I mean, you got 90 million. I mean, Jimbo can't throw a couple. Jimbo's prices right million. now. Can they afford a special teams? <laughs> That's coach? crazy. I'm just so we again. I'm just saying, man. I did not just, know this. I'm just saying, and you look at the way you look at the shit that we've done. We've had, I mean, we've had some good special team. We blocked a kick this week. You know, Anaya Smith had that kick return against Arkansas, but we've given up punt returns. We've given up kick returns. We've missed field goals. We're averaged like 32 yards a punt, I think, against Tennessee. We average. I am so yards concerned by this. 32 yards a punt is disgusting. Yeah, yeah, it I, is I, a, saw, it is I saw the punter stuff. Programmatic mismanagement, man. It's an issue. It's an issue. You're, you're right. We're all trying to punter find a guy who's crazy. This. <laughs> You think it's on one of those sheets? He just lost his sheets. His special team sheets it's on the back page of the Play Waffle House special menu. teams. You know, we just just gotta just gotta execute. That's all you gotta do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gotta execute. Yeah. Are you gonna shit on Georgia as well, Pablo? Like you shit on Alabama? Are you gonna shit on Georgia and say you're unimpressed with this game? Hold on, let me look. I forgot who they even played now. 
They play Mizzou. Oh no, Mizzou's a good team. That's a good team. <laughs> Mizzou well, I'll I'll say this it. game, man. Georgia. That's, that's a good offense, man. That's a really good offense. No, nah, Mizzou is really good. I'm just playing. No, Mizzou is really good. I'm tired. I said I would stop lying on Georgia's downfall, brother. Let's go ahead and get back to that um playoffs again with them. Yeah. They made Theo Weiss look good, and Theo Weiss looked like a bum at Oklahoma, but that might just be Oklahoma. That was Oklahoma. Specific. That's that stink on them in yeah. Oklahoma. He, he, that he has everybody. Played. For the record, I don't think that I don't think we went hard enough at Oklahoma. I think that we moved off of them way too quick. <laughs> oh, I'm you want to spin the block? I will spin it. Spin the block. Do you guys know Evan has Brent Venables has only been there for two years, and he's lost to every Big 12 school except Iowa State. You know that? <laughs> oh, my God, that's incredible. That's no, nice. no. Actually, the, the best, like, the craziest thing whenever Shout you're looking Stockholm at Larry. And, uh, and Brent Venables is that— Stop emailing me. <laughs> there are so many stats that are— First time since before Bob Stoops was hired that Brent Same Venables has accomplished. with Charlie Strong. It's mm-hmm. crazy the amount of how, mm-hmm. how many of those there were. So actually, so Bob Stoops lost consecutive games in his first season in 1999. And the rest of his career, he never lost back-to-back games his entire career. Lincoln well, Riley only did it once. Up. So 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 uh, Lincoln Riley uh, only did that in the first two games of the pandemic season. So like that, you know, it doesn't really count, count the right? Pandemic, brother. Yeah, Brent Venables has already done it three times in twenty four games. <laughs> mm-hmm. Damn, it's wild. Um, it's wild. Something Bob Stoops and Brent Venables have in common: back to back L's to Baylor. <laughs> so, so who are the teams? So Oklahoma's going out with a with losses to West both Baylor and Oklahoma State. Maybe West Virginia. Definitely Kansas. West Virginia. They're leaving the conference with these L's, by the way. These are L's that they're yeah. the Baylor losses West been Virginia. sitting there. The two Baylor losses. Consecutive losses to Baylor. Consecutive I losses to Baylor. 21 and 22. Two different coaches o- lost to us. Oklahoma has BYU and TCU and West Virginia left. <sighs> no. it's BYU's I mean, not beating anyone. It's, it's just crazy. Like, again, every question that I had about, like, who he was hiring on his staff about some of the ideas that he had, and also just the speed that they thought that they could fix this. It's still just crazy to me, right? Because like, well, heading into this year, the whole deal was like, they lost their top receiver, their top running back and uh, their top offensive lineman. And they're just like, well, no, it's going to be fine. We're just going to add some guys. All the guys who they thought were going to be good have been terrible. Uh, their their best running back right now is a walk-on, Tawi Walker, who's been, like, pretty good. But, like, He's what are we good. doing here? Their offensive line has been pretty terrible. And then, like, defensively, actually, this is another <laughs> this is another one. So Alex Grinch, right, three years at Oklahoma, he had the number 30, 29, and 76 total defenses in college football in his three years. People, like, acted like the sky was falling when Alex Grinch was coordinating Oklahoma, uh, partially because they played the LSU game, and that was not very good. But What happened? uh, (laughs) Long story. Uh, But... Right now, again, Alex Trench's worst defense ranked number 76 in total defense at Oklahoma. Right now, they're sitting at number 75. Jesus. And actually, actually, this year, or or, uh, this year, right, Alex Trench, uh, they rank 118th. I think it is in total defense. It's around 120. Yeah. uh, It might be 121, actually. And they are 30 yards better. Uh, per game this year on defense than Oklahoma was last year. 
they played like a lot of really good offenses too, which is even yeah, crazier. How, how could your defense be 118th in the country? That's unbelievable. That doesn't even make hey, sense look, in my been brain. Look, now, brother. look, <laughs> look, <laughs> careful. Um, also, the ultimate indictment, which I wish people talked about more, is that their best receiver is fucking Bob Stoops' kid. The son. Well, that's Stoops. Another the walk on, by the way. He Another cooked, walk he cooked on. last weekend, though. They lost yeah. Anthony. And Farouk got arrested for a DUI before this game or some uh, shit. Yeah, it wasn't a DUI. Yeah. It was parking tickets. It, it was something. Something. Never had. <laughs> that's very different, man. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Whatever happened to him. Aren't you a lawyer? You can't Excuse be like, you know, it was a DUI. Yeah, something happened to him. Probably hey, cause, I know I'm going to jail. Your Honor, I'm going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> the police were involved. We know that. We can confirm. The guiltiest it. client I ever had. They, it, I could, I just can't believe that their defense has still been that bad. As well, right I as can. Oklahoma fans were, as right as Oklahoma fans were about Lincoln Riley, and we about to get to him, they have been so far very wrong about Brent Venables. It just defense yeah, hasn't and- clicked, and the. E- they hired a defensive coach on purpose. They this is the balance. You hire offensive guys, or you don't hire back. one. Honestly, well, the, for clarity, the, you're referring when uh-huh. you said the one twenty in the country. You're referring to Alex Grinch now, correct? Not Oklahoma. So, yes. Yeah, and, and, and Grinch, Oklahoma's yes, okay. defense last year was three spots worse than them. That's yeah, that's yeah, what okay. I was saying. And so, good the, God, uh, I know. So, well, here's the thing though, too, is that Oklahoma also like all their fans also told me. Well, all the good players left, and Lincoln Riley made them all leave, and he took them all, but then was like, well, but also we should be the best team in the Big 12 right now. And I'm like, you can't have it both ways, right? Like, Because the thing is, if they want to make sort of the case that, like, well, it's more that we're trying to build towards something, which is, I think, a totally defensible case. They had a top five class in the country last year. They're number seven right, this year. Good junction, boys. Yeah, well, <laughs> well if you want to say that – that like it's a process and we're trying to get like our you know our guys in there and try to rebuild it because like obviously they didn't have all the personnel especially on defense uh, like that's fine but they jumped in right away and we're like nope we're best in the big 12 we're gonna win 10 Better games we're gonna do a lot of winning and it's just like why would you do that if you're not there yet which they're Can not that man Reese was offended that i said he was gonna win nine games in nine year games. two <laughs> not he was offended he was literally with this offended. schedule with this was schedule. texas oklahoma super bowl and let's tell the truth yes. about it yes Thank of course they yes. It, it was yeah no and well and now the, the baylor's off too, the schedule <laughs> the other thing <laughs> is that is that you know i think that like just watching that game it was so clear that Texas went into that game being like, guys, just another game. It's just another yes, game, guys. I and, preached on and, that the whole and damn week. Oklahoma week. jumped in and yep. was like, we are going to burn the house down even if we're in it. We do not yep. care. And, like, that's how you 100%. have to play rivalry games. It's it, That's just how it works. And, you know, I mean, I've, I've said a little bit that I feel like at times Sark is a little too NFL sometimes where it's just like – He's like, well, you know, I'm going to drop this perfect chess play. And it's like, well, sometimes, man, you just got to see that that little white kid's on this big black dude and just throw it to him. Like, that's sometimes just what <laughs> and people play in Oklahoma. It's a lot of that yeah. going on. It's, it's, it's a, a hundred. Lot of the white mm-hmm. kids out yeah. hundred. So, just pick one. They they just make the game so complicated sometimes, <laughs> it feels like. one. Because uh, and, and it's like, all right. I mean, and it, it, I'm not saying it doesn't work. But, like, I mean, I, I kind of said going into some of this, I'm like, it might be a little bit of a blessing in disguise that Quinn's going to miss some time because they're going to like just run the ball a lot more because they've been killing everybody ah, on the ground. Sark and says, they psych, bitch, I'm going to throw it. <laughs> I know. I, I don't get it. Bitch. I don't get it. They, they're making uh, the game so much harder either. for themselves. The smartest motherfucker in the room. <laughs> Terrible red. That's really what he is. Can we talk about Caleb? 
Can we talk? Well, let's get to USC. So USC played a game with Washington. Both it, this game was also a shootout. At the same time, Alabama LSU was going on, so everybody was scoring. Nobody was playing any defense. Not but also, but if you're going to go into a game and say, "Oh, we're everybody's going to score every time we touch the ball," and you're playing against USC, you're probably going to win because you're USC's defense what is going to be worse than everyone's defense. Just not going to worse get that than Washington's defense. They gave up 52 points. Uh, and and it wasn't even it wasn't even Penix dropping back and throwing a lot of touchdowns. They right. gave up like 400 rushing yards. And, and Washington doesn't even run the ball like that. Not that they can't. They, but they, they won a don't. game with like 20 rushing yards two weeks ago. Yeah, like they they do not run the ball. Like that's not so what they're coming I in to do. Alex Grinch got tricked. It happens to the best of us. If I saw that, I would do the same. It's okay, Alex. <laughs> Come on the pod, bro. It's okay. Alex well, Grink, come on the pod. <laughs> He's got I know you got time. Here. Do you think yeah, you can beat him in Madden? On his day off. Or do you think yes. he's a good Madden player? No. no. I think he'd be no horrible. Way. He just can't, like, struggles to adjust. He's running field yeah. goal block Ask on every play. Struggles to adjust. <laughs> got yeah, a no against way. the run. Let's play cover zero. Uh, no, <laughs> it's – I do – I will say, right, so – Obviously, Alex Grinch at USC was terrible, awful. There's no two ways about it. I do feel like I just have some questions about how Lincoln is structuring everything over there. Because, like, it's just, everybody's like, oh, well, they don't have the talent, they don't have the personnel. I'm like, they kind of, they're starting three, five stars right now. Like, I I mean, it's, they are not developing them at a high level. They're not putting them in good spots. They don't tackle well at all. Like, they don't, they just don't tackle well. That's fundamentals. That's fundamental football. And, you know, one thing, uh, again, just being around football and seeing the way that different teams do things, I'd be curious how little they're tackling in practice. Like, I'm curious if especially just to work on their offense, if they're, like, never tackling in practice. Because when they go out on the field, that's what it looks like. Right. It's like Manny Diaz at Texas when they were like tackling tires and shit and doing alligator rolls. <laughs> well, we we pong. said USC was going into the hard part of their schedule and they've lost three now. Uh, this is their third loss, which pretty much eliminates them from everything and all their goals that they hope to accomplish this year. And then Caleb was on the sideline. If you didn't see the video, he was hugging his mother. His mother put like a piece of paper in front of his face so that you camera couldn't see his face come here so baby tell boy because his whole body his whole body was like shaking, he's shaking. You yeah. tell that he's crying he was shaking like Some... ray charles was in rehab in the movie <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> oh what oh, oh my god he was ray charles when he was <laughs> trying to get clean he was shaking that's how caleb I was want... shaking after the game <laughs> i want to go to oh, you God, how did you crazy. feel when you saw caleb crying like what Not are you what are your thoughts on that brother but um say what you gotta say bro I, it's a red flag for me. I saw some Twitter takes and I saw some people like saying, "Oh, you should he should be able to cry a little bit." Emotion and I in get the game. it. I know, I, I, there's emotion and I get that. Like I played with people who cried. I was never a cry like I was like, "What did you want me to do?" Like, bro, it's over. Like <laughs> it is what it is. But like at some point, I need the leader of my team to kind of have some, you know, I people it, a it sounds like about to- I need some toxic masculinity yeah, i don't keep absolutely. it 100 with you like it is it's starting to sound like those oklahoma fans hey. now <laughs> careful <laughs> but seriously what did, what did every, take every with time him the blood talks it, it LA, turns right? into man From i really oklahoma. wish i was an oklahoma fan i'm, I'm telling <laughs> you yeah. i want my but, lineman to be more maga i want my quarterback to be more toxic. there's only certain <laughs> positions that we could do that but like at some point like i get it if say this is a national championship or a big rivalry game fine but bro you've lost three 
Like at this point, you shouldn't even be attached to it anymore. Like it is what it is. <laughs> like you're going to be a future draft pick, but I don't know, man. Something I don't. I don't, maybe, I don't know. Maybe when you have over 500 yards offense, you score 42 points, and you got to look up at that scoreboard again and just be like, damn, it still wasn't enough. No, but that's your reinforce <laughs> the point that y'all lost, but, not me. I'm not right. going to cry. RG3 never cry. cried on the sidelines. On a personal he never level, played that would be very, game. very frustrating. But, yeah, like, <laughs> bro, you got you to gotta, you gotta do that. I mean, I, yeah, I'm the same way, man. Like, that's a, that should be like a locker room thing. I mean, every, dudes are going to cry, like – but this whole like there's too many cameras out now. Like I'm not even gonna trust like the genuineness of it anymore. Like it's it's just too much. That's yeah, how I feel. Was, I don't and I go ahead, go ahead, Sean. No, no. And it was interesting because like I mean, obviously the first one he 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 sort of like, you know, relatively openly cried. The second one, like he didn't cry, he just like sat back in exasperation on the bench. <laughs> that was, that was a great image, just like a, of yeah. him. You know, it's interesting, right? Like so, so just for the record, I mean, I I don't have an issue. Whatever, if you if you need to cry in your mom's arms, right. whatever, it's fine. But like, I we all grieve differently, bros. Yeah. What if your mom was in the upper deck and you had to go there to cry? <laughs> well, yeah. I why think, would your mom I, be in the upper deck if you're the quarterback of the team? Yeah, what kind of nil you getting, man? But um, yeah. it's, uh, I think like for me, it was weird because it felt like. It just felt disproportionate, I guess, because like right. I feel like because because he cares a lot, and, and like that's one sure. thing that I do want to get like because you know I remember people brought up like you know when he, they say that he clowned Duggan last year, and it's like no man, like people just praise Max Duggan for crying after a game, yeah, and that was made nasty fun of context, yeah, but I still yeah, shared I mean, it, yeah. <laughs> but like yeah. I think that like for me, it's just. Like it was just, it was just like kind of like interesting and a little weird, I guess. Like the yeah. timing of it, I, I didn't think it, it said was. anything about him. I was just kind of like, um, oh, that's a little weird that he feels like so strong about this. I game, saw a I funny guess. tweet after the game, and it was like, like, bro, it's one thing to cry, but when you go and Lambo leap into your mom's arms on national uh, TV, <laughs> uh, in her arm, <laughs> like that shit was so funny. That shake little spin reminded zone me of here. when I used to get whoopers. And like you know, you used to get the best sleep after you got a whooping, and you were just <laughs> oh like, "Oh my god, don't even yeah, that's the best sleep of, of bro." Of I can take a whooping so right now. Um, little spin zone here. Maybe he just realized the Grink was gone after that performance, and maybe he was happy. <laughs> oh, and we consider that they might be happy. It was tears. emotional release. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Grink is, is dead. dead. What's he happy about? Bad. They already have the three losses. He's leaving. What? What's but the Grink is gone. They're gonna win the next one because he's out of here. But if losses affect you that bad, brother, you're gonna get drastic kind of early. I got some bad news for you, brother. Exactly. I will say right, like it's. It's different. It is different because you know that like every time you lose a game, your season's probably over in college football. Right? Yeah. Whereas like in the NFL, it's like, all right, well, like you know, we're we've got a four year plan for this. It's it's just a different kind. And it of does deal. become more of a paycheck deal rather than like a yeah. love of the game deal. Which which by the way is something that people like about college football is that like there right. is a clock on it. Actually, I, you know, to not to tangent too much, but like that's one thing that I'm actually like a little excited about that we're kind of finally done these goddamn COVID six and seventh and eighth year seniors is like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, bro, like it should mean something the fact that you're a senior and mm-hmm. like this is it and like not like oh man i found three more years in my couch cushion like it's crazy uh, how this stuff's yeah. happening i don't want to kick caleb's back in and i and i'm fine with the fact that you know Pause? people cry and i'm i'm <laughs> not a i'm not a person that's i don't I, kick his back in is not a pause that's that's a stretch <laughs> Uh, I don't want to get back cold. in. Stretching, it's, stretch. it's a stretch indeed. Please, 
Can we? Hold on. Maybe Caleb was trying to get the baddies because, like, girls live it love a sensitive man. So maybe he's just crying for that. Have you ever fake cried before? Caleb was dirty macking out there. I'm just saying. I don't know, teacher. Are there any beautiful women in Southern California? He's good looking. He's. Rich, he's already rich. He's going to be much richer. He literally hides himself. He's not hurting for women. I don't think that's what. But still, you, when you get that crime. contract money. You're not having to settle for that OPI fingernail polish. Like you're going to be able to get <laughs> some high dollar stuff. He's got the glossier. <laughs> yes. I fake cried, and that's how I pulled my wife. We were watching the Notebook, and I splashed myself a little bit of tea. Oh my god! Some conversation oh, for the tea, bro. Rich Terabithia over here, brother. Man. Caleb's going to be able to go out buy as many oysters as he wants for any dates that he wants. That's true. <laughs> Absolutely. 48 My thing was, if you're crying like this after loss three, and it's not like you, I understand you came into the year with lofty goals. You thought you were going to go win a national championship. You lost to Tulane. You should but, really but have been ready been, for this. Y'all have been doing this for the last three years with these three, these two scam artists, particularly. You were sitting there with Lincoln. You were sitting yeah. there with Grinch. And that's who you tied your, your destiny to. And on one hand, Twice. it worked out very well. You are very talented. You're going to be the number one pick in the draft. You're going to make a lot of money. So I understand why you made the decision. However, these dudes have been doing this every year of well, your they, career. It's not they, like they this hasn't for, happened before. He has to see that practice, right? Like he's this isn't show. loss number three. This is like loss number 10 or 11. Like you should well, be. They, you they you play for next a conference year. championship. She's going to try again. Last year, like they played for a conference championship, they played for a spot in the playoff, and if he stays healthy, they they're in the playoff. They are like in they're it, in yeah. the playoff. Like I, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but like, and even uh, they, I mean, they until Bethlehem, until Bethlehem, they were going to go to the playoff. Like they were going to True. go, and so like Georgia I get it. Really but made this that is, man cry. This is the first time. <laughs> this is the first time in Lincoln Riley's career that he's actually like had a failure of a year. Like an actual failure of a year. Yeah, they've had years where like they didn't quite get where they needed to go, but like to, they like, might lose five games. They might. They might lose they five might. games. Oregon's going to beat them by sixty. Oregon's yeah. going to destroy them. Like they favor Caleb does to be by sixteen and a half in this. Oregon hasn't played anybody, and they're trying to boost their resume over teams who have won big games in Tuscaloosa. Not that there were any names out there. What if what if USC comes out next week and wins like? Seven, uh, like thirty-five to seven. Like, what if? What if they like are just completely locked that in on defense? Insane. And it's just been like Alex Grinch is not what he's right. doing. Alex, Alex Grinch will be just putting guys be not in a place to make a point. They hold Oregon to seven points. Alex Grinch is going to be locked Alex up. Alex Grinch, like, what? What if he has an elaborate uh, sign stealing operation and he, like he just can't read very well? Like, yeah. what if that's what, what if he's about? been giving their signs away this whole time? He's been working with Connor Stallion. He's the mole. You know, last week we had a hot week, right, Pablo? We did. This week, my boy Evan told me he wanted me to pick USC money line against Oregon. So oh, I was he shy. didn't say that. He, no, he Pablo did. was being shy. He, Don't he, do that. He, he Just be sure did. to tag him and let everybody know that that's what he said. So that I'm not the <laughs> Evan, only one that has to deal with that bullshit on the Sorry, which goal, sport? new guy? Uh-huh, the green side of there. I'm you don't believe this. You just I don't want this to happen but... because you want Oregon to lose, but this is not happening. I do have an agenda. Not going to hold you there. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oregon can run the ball for 600 yards. They really might run for 600 yards. Not every school can run for 600 yards. They're going to have 300 passing and 300 rushing in this game. 
Maybe Caleb's power. Nation up. have 150 on the ground and 250 in the air. It's gonna be nasty. <laughs> have we thought about that? That he's powering up. When my brother used to beat me up, I used to get really mad and cry in the corner. And then I would go fight him, and I would have like super, super saying. saying power. Yeah, super so saying. Wow, what so you're, Caleb saying, is you're doing. saying you want Caleb to be better? How you can't be yeah, much you're, better? You're saying look, that Caleb's gonna have a good football game? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're saying? Oh, oh Caleb's gonna throw for four touchdowns. Oh Caleb's my God, gonna be the new Travis He's gonna play free safety. Play both ways. <laughs> yeah. Now that's the if move. Caleb took off his helmet with tear wiped his tears and walked out to the play free safety, he would be my favorite <laughs> college football player. Story. He really when I see my hair buds. When I see Caleb out of his eye. When I see Caleb moving around on the football field, like the way that he kind of, you know, like skirts around and the way he like gets away and, and you know, it's just kind of unorthodox when he's like moving around a lot and just how it looks like he should be moving faster than he actually is. And he like has that Mahomes element to his game. And I saw another funny tweet earlier this week, and it said, Mahomes always walking around like he's got a fatter ass than he actually does. <laughs> and it's, it's a lot. That reminds me a lot of Caleb when he's, like, playing as well. Like, it's just so, it looks like he's carrying an extra, like, 30 pounds back there that he really don't have. What? I've never once watched the game and thought, damn, this Caleb, man, thick as hell. Pay attention this now. Man you remember how you, like, butt. Remember how everybody <laughs> first, like when they were, when Draymond would take a three, and it's like it looks like he's got a backpack on. Then you never could unsee it. Like watch, mm-hmm. now watch. That's like um, it looks like he's carrying an extra twenty pounds in his ass. What's up, dude? Kyle Lowry? Yeah, yeah, Kyle Lowry. When you first see <laughs> his ass, you never forget about. It. Like you can't watch a so, game without Lowry. Y'all pause me for saying kick his back in. We're having a whole ass. Ass section of the podcast. I just want to point that out. Plus 529 uh odds to, on, on the Don't money line. So Christmas you're, is you're coming gonna, You're gonna get some money if you if you cash on that one, but do I wouldn't be so sure about that. that. Do not <laughs> make sure you give us that finder's fee if you hit it. Do you um, want your kids you, to have a good Christmas or not? If you don't please not? email blah. <laughs> email, I'll send it to Evan. Let's speed through a couple games. Uh, Georgia survived against. Oh, we talked about that. Uh, Texas, Texas escaped from Kansas State. That's not. They had about a seventeen-point lead in the first half, a twenty-point lead in the second half. So of course the game went to overtime because <laughs> college football ensued. But uh, six minutes Kansas State of went absolute chaos. We six minutes of went literal from chaos, being blowing them out to like what in the hell just happened. I texted my wife legit. I that pulled was it insane. up. I they said these motherfuckers have blown the lead. She said, "Oh no." And she came home and didn't talk to me because she knew I was in here fucking livid. It was very <laughs> stressful. But to their credit, I literally predicted, and a lot of people predicted that going into this game, you just got to win this game. You got to back up quarterback. Kansas State's really good. All props to them. But I didn't expect that we were going to have those big leads and then lose them. I, I expected it to be a fight throughout. We had the big leads. We proved that we were better. And then Kansas State just started throwing haymakers and uppercuts. And them bitches were landing. And we were drunk for a second there on the ropes. Like there was a there was a while I thought we might lose this game. But props to the team that held it down. We did not lose the game. We're still all of our goals are alive. And now us and Oklahoma State are on top of the Big Twelve. So Texas and Oklahoma State both control their own destiny to play for the Big Twelve. Uh, because Kansas beat Iowa State. So that's how that ended up. I have Texas has seconds on this. This is all I gotta go say. I'm gonna talk real ball. So don't talk about any tweets or anything that I may send out there in the atmosphere. Why are fans so stupid about Malik Murphy? They're talking about like, oh, let's put Arch out there. He struggled. Kansas State is actually good on defense, and hello, he's still a baby. Do you remember the shit Quinn was doing in Oklahoma State and TCU in like three weeks? The wind was bad though. The wind was wind was bad. I ain't gonna hold you right there, but yeah. But like, dude, he's gotta learn and grow. Like, I mean, that last drive, I thought when he threw the interception where Jonte Cook fell. 
I'm not gonna fault him on that one. The that's next interception fault. was damn sure well, pretty disgusting. That's the interception was the nastiest yeah, thing I've ever seen. doing, brother. <laughs> stop, stop filming commercials Since and go get other in the film room. But then, like I, I, that last drive where we drove down to kick the field goal, he was great. He was poised. He was super good. Composed. I loved it. Back in. I will say one last thing. Last week he was filming a commercial. This week he was standing outside CVS signing autographs. He isn't that good. Put his ass in the goddamn field room and go to practice. <laughs> That's for stars, brother. That's Quinn. That's so, not you. I don't want to no, see his no, ass out doing no more of that. Two two things quick about this. So one, um, you know, yeah, like your issue is that Malik Murphy is making freshman mistakes. You're going to put in even more of a freshman. Like that's yeah, your plan. Somebody, yeah. that, that's what Who you're thinking. Played at all. Come on. It was playing well, middle played school against, kids. Played against fair. white kids. All his career. Have you considered he's a talented recruit that plays for Texas? <laughs> oh, wow. He's going to be good, but he's right. We've seen that no. before, brother. <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, the other talented recruit is the one we want. No, no, no. The other one's going to work. The other one, Whichever yeah, yeah, one we're not one. playing is the right, right. one. All right. Anyway, I do have a quick uh, question. You think no, if Arch plays against Oklahoma, he sees all those white kids, he just goes super saiyan? Because he's like, yeah, I'm yeah, back. He, would, he, oh, he would know exactly who to target. He was <laughs> like, don't throw towards these rangy black guys. <laughs> throw at the little white. I'm used to throwing that white guy. He's going to hit everybody. Just picking on him. going to get Kai money out on the field to start cooking him. It'll be great. But the other thing to say is that I, I get the thought process. I get it. But, like, Kansas State heading into overtime was so much obviously the better team. There's no need to go for it on fourth down. Like, just kick no, the field. No, you don't do it there. They, they do not do, <laughs> do shit against, that, do against their defense. They were completely cooked. Like, I, yep. I just, I don't know, man. Like, I, I understand the thought process of, like, you're on the road. It's a tough environment, all this sort of stuff. But you were the better team. The past couple of drives, like you, I think you just got to play it out. And, uh, well, and I think that they said it on on uh, on Fullcast After Dark, but like, like it is obviously like no road team really wants to have to play more game. But like Texas really didn't want to have to play more game. Hell no, no. we were on the ropes. You got us on the ropes. Well, you, got, you got us on the ropes. Yes, facts. Yeah, Kansas I agree. You don't. You don't, has... you don't go for it there. They have been needing to get that quarterback power play the fuck out of their playbook for a decade now, and they won't Colin do Klein it. They, up, they won't Klein take it out of the playbook. Yeah. They have lost. He's projecting at by calling least these projecting. The second play was literally like they love pop bro. ass shit. Like literally, everybody knew. Yeah, they what tried was to coming. Conclive pop ass on second down. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Like, it is insane. True out there for Alex you're, you're calling the plays now. <laughs> Colin was like, I know what I would do in this situation. Yes, exactly. You're calling the plays, brother. It's not you out there. Uh, I thought Kansas State played well, but also, like, I, I want to give Kansas State credit. I don't want to take credit from them. But this was the game that Texas always loses where literally everything went bad. We had bad turnovers. We lost the turnover battle. We had a whole bunch of penalties. We had uh, refs don't want to call shit downfield. And I will say, Oklahoma fans, I understand that you got cheated because you should have had a P.I. in the end zone. But I tweeted before these games this weekend. Texas and Oklahoma should expect no calls this weekend. Period. Yeah. You should not Oklahoma expect Oklahoma fans. <laughs> Too bad, bitch. I, I, uh, I, I will say I because you know, like I said, Pablo, it was legitimately my analysis that I thought that Oklahoma was going to go nine and three and have some of these issues. Yeah. But you know, I did embrace the hate just a little bit and listen to Sooner Scoop's post game podcast, and those dudes talked about how sad their dads were on the podcast. They Cover the team. Are That's you kidding me? Good. <laughs> that is wild. Dirt. <laughs> Imagine how sick the dad is going to be at the end of the lecture. 
Our whole bloodline Luz is, is not dead. Uh, I should re- read off. Texas' last three opponents, they control their own destiny. TCU, Iowa State, and Texas Tech. Uh, Iowa State games on the road. And uh, Oklahoma plays at UCF, uh, at Houston, and BYU. So Oklahoma State's got no good teams left on the schedule at all. Yeah, nope. they could cook. Uh, now BYU? I, UCF can get a little Houston, smoky. Houston's all right BYU's now. bad. Don't do that, Evan. Please don't do that. Please. They, are, they should have beat you guys. Let's not rewrite yes, this that's history true. now. They also they lost did. 41 to nothing to Kansas State. 41 to nothing. They also should have what beat a Baylor, weird, and so they did. What a weird transitive circle. They almost beat Texas, got a mud hole stomped in them by Kansas State, and then week, stole What do you have to say about Baylor? You I said this is a get-right game. You literally said get, this was get a Get Aranda right the fuck out of Waco. <laughs> make, sure you, make sure you get the whole quote in there now. Just get them out. <laughs> 